I think we need to know if he was taking C4. I was about to say, <laughs> could have been a bad batch of pre-workout. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I was had a heart attack when I took a pre-workout. But I mean, me, I, I put turn the jets on. on he, that did. he did. He, he passed me up when he turned the jets on. <laughs> oh. it, what can C4 do to you? He can make a walker easily. Uh, C4 can make a walker run. <laughs> and we have video evidence of that. <laughs> I've but never I, seen somebody run so fast. No, it, was, it was just like a... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> there was a turbo button. But then, but then he, he crashed about an hour later for, for like the next two days. Yeah, because my feet were tingling. I couldn't feel my feet. I couldn't feel my fingers. That's my normal. But like, that's normal. You, that's part of the process. That's, that's, you say that's how you know chest, it's working. Did you say your chest hurt and you thought you had a heart attack? My face. Like, I thought that like, there were bugs. I know. That's what's face. cool Next about podcast. It. Is C4 good for you or not? No, that, that we don't need to talk about we'll that. We'll argue yes. The they can yes. argue no. <laughs> Well, it also doesn't help that when I read the read the back of the box, it was like one scoop, and he put in four scoops. I just put in four scoops. It was two. It was three and a half. It was three and a half. Okay, it was still, It was double the dosage. Yeah, but that's because I'm an expert on C4. You said we're not experts at the start of this, but we are experts. You have two experts of C4 yeah, right here. That is true. And that's the proper way to take it. I was talking to some of those football boys about working out in class one day, and I said, "What kind of what kind of stuff y'all take before workouts?" And I forgot what they said. And uh, I go, I like to take C4. And he goes, oh, I hate that stuff. It makes my face tingle. And I go, <laughs> yeah. that's how you know it's working. And that's why I take it. <laughs> Drew got me addicted to it. Oh, man. At one time, I was pure. No longer. Do you remember the, what was that? <laughs> what was that stuff that we took? The PPI? <laughs> oh, gosh. I've never felt so bad in my life. That's why I feel like. I've had a heart attack with pre-workout. Maybe so that's why this bad. guy had a heart it attack. It was so bad. Welcome to the Eggmigos. All right, so we are four dads, just regular guys. None of us are experts on anything. Uh, just four friends that are basically the same people. We all like sports. We all play video games. Two of us are teachers, and two of us have real jobs. <laughs> Two that are teaching. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think that I like to call myself a hero. <laughs> <clears throat> when people ask me what I make, I always say a different difference. <laughs> 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 All right. So first topic today is is that, um, is that a raspberry donut? There's <laughs> <laughs> a cherry. It's good. Whatever it is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, first topic today is uh, Giselle. Now, can anyone give me a pronunciation of her last name? Bunston. Bunston. Giselle Bunston. Bunston. There's a theory that she is 
a white witch. So I don't think that any of us will argue that that witchcraft is real. Was it? Would anybody argue against that? After watching that video, I'm convinced it's real. <laughs> I mean, I think it definitely exists. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't do any research onto like witchcraft just because I just figured we all would think that there is some type of devilry, witchcraft, or I don't know what you pagan. <laughs> Paganist. So the theory is that she is a white witch. <laughs> I'm not editing that. Real. Uh. <laughs> Dang, Jordan. <laughs> he said that, or the, the theory is that Giselle is a white witch, um, which is the difference between a white witch, going through my research, the difference between a white witch and a regular witch is that a white witch only performs good, mad, like positive magic. Uh, but to me, anyone using witchcraft is... There's, I mean, positive or negative, it's still witchcraft. When I hear white witch, I just think of the Wizard of Oz. When I think of white witch and the different levels of witches, it reminds me of the Lord of the Rings and how Gandalf is a gray wizard and oh, Saruman man. is the white wizard. And then when Saruman turns to evil, Gandalf, you know, goes, he basically dies and then comes back as Gandalf the white. And they're like, Gandalf the gray. And he's like, Gandalf the gray. I was called that at one time. Gandalf. Uh, so the uh, all of this theory comes from this video, which we're about to play for you. This is an interview. Uh, it's a Gillette interview, which Gillette is Tom Brady is a what spokesman. Do you, just spokesman for Gillette, and this is an interview that he was doing at a live, some sort of live event. Asking, 
like, do we have a chance? And she said, yeah, but you're going to have to do a lot of work and you're really going to have to listen to me. <laughs> so, man, I listened to her. And right after the game, she said, see, I did a lot of work. You do your work, I do mine. She said, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch. <laughs> and now we know why Tampa Bay sucks this year. I don't really know even what the conversation, what kind of conversation we're going to have. The man himself just admitted it. I mean, he literally just came out and said, she told she him said she was a she's witch. a witch. Well, I mean, some people in the video think you can hear the crowd laughing and the guy that is interviewing is laughing. Some people think that he's being sarcastic. Till you uh, look at the evidence. Or bantering. Yeah, I think until you look at the evidence. But uh, He got the, awful he, specific for it to not be some merit to that, though. Yeah, the altar, the stones, the, the, the mantras, as Tom Brady says. Is it mantras? I don't know. I didn't know that Tom Brady had such a "don't you know" accent. You know, <laughs> like "don't you know"? Like he's. I feel like he's. <laughs> I didn't catch that accent. I didn't. I didn't, get, I didn't <laughs> get that. What it sounded like to me. Vibe at all. Sounds like he's going to his like local a, bowling league a Minis- later. A Minnesotan accent. Yeah. Oh, don't you know? Where, where is, is he Tom from? Brady from? Where's he played he's Michigan, from San Francisco, right? Or California? I, mean, I know where he no, lives. No, there's now, no way. But I don't I'm pretty sure he's from. He might be. He played football in Michigan, but I don't know where he's from before that. Because they keep saying he's going to go there next year, and they're saying he's going to go back home. Efforting. Hmm. Maybe. Efforting. You think he's still going to play? Yeah, he's from San Mateo, uh, California. There was a tweet I read today, just today, that said he is coming back. California. And the Raiders, the Patriots, and there was another team that was interesting. Why do you want Tom Brady when you got – Brock Purdy. Why do you want Tom Brady when you have Ryan Tannehill? So, but he references two Super Bowl wins that she predicted or saw the future. The first one is Seattle, which the Seattle one, if you guys remember, mm-hmm. they were on the goal line, and that's when they did not hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. Right. They threw the pass. So she and there's some of her witchcraft off. in I that. I mean, everyone is, like, asking, like, Pete Carroll. Even there's a video now the referees, like, after the play are talking to each other, and they're like, why did he not run the ball? <laughs> he, so he it was, she had some witchcraft on him. She, she, she had some witchcraft. Yeah, happened. yeah. And then the second one, which he says that she says the next year's not yours, they lose – the next year, he says 2016 is years. That was the Atlanta Falcons year when they were down 28 to three, and they come back and win. Well, it is pretty crazy to think about what they won. They won the Super Bowl what two years ago. They were in the NFC Championship last year. They almost have. They almost had like that exact same team, but what happens as as they're getting divorced, what their like main guard gets hurt in training camp, and he goes out for the season. <laughs> Look at all the injuries they have, and they're just awful. Did you see that interview where, like, they're as they're going through the divorce process? And I mean, he looks like a skeleton. Yes, he looks awful. He doesn't look yes, real. No, that was uh, yeah, it looks but, but awful. But it, to play devil's advocate, I would think going through a divorce like that would be hard, and it could be. Especially I mean, they've been married for. Especially make, when you're divorcing a witch, it don't make you look like a skeleton. <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, like true. his face was like well, sunken I mean, it, with in. With as healthy as he is and stuff, you right. know, I, I, I don't know. That's true. It like, was. He, he, he looked like, pretty weird. Like, he, yeah, he I wish we could show it on here because it looked 
eerie. But, I mean, I don't think anyone can argue, though, that, I mean, he's not having a great year this no. year. I, no. I, I would have to look at the stats to say, like, this is the worst year of his career. But – I don't think uh, I don't I think, think it's I think his last year in New England was probably worse. Yeah. Like stats wise. He does have quite a few passing yards and touchdowns, but the yeah. team overall yeah. is just Yeah. Well funny terrible. that you mentioned that about New England, you know, how they always bring in nobodies. They're always hurt, but they still make it. So I seen an article that uh, They don't need more not since read. Tom Brady left. I'm just gonna read the article. It says, um, as everyone knows, if there's any member of the Patriots who might be able to make magic out of nothing or how to turn a roster devoid of all pros into a championship team, or how to continually defy the constructs of the NFL to prevent one team from sustaining success for five years, let alone two decades. We all know that that's not Tom Brady. That would be someone else, someone who wears a wizard's hood in plain sight for all to see. Bill Belichick. <laughs> he do, he does he does wear a hoodie all the time. So is he is he a warlock? Whoa, now we're getting into something here. Wow. Okay, <laughs> witches and warlocks. I would I would maybe feel in the NFL. more confident about that if Tom Brady didn't win a Super Bowl the first year without him. I feel like which I don't watch the NFL, so I really don't have much to say. But <laughs> it, is it not have the Patriots not been bad since Tom Brady left? Uh, they, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Did they? Yeah, no, I don't think they're making it this year either. They're AFC's not. Yeah, they're, not they're definitely not that great. Um, so the theory, though, is that this the spell that she has casted. Um, this is from TikTok witches. The spell that she's casted is like a two way spell. Like there's a an agreement that has to be made on both sides, and the agreement they're assuming is that Tom Brady said he would play until he was 45 and then he would retire which he he didn't live up to his end <laughs> he of the did retire and yeah, then he yeah. said oh, i'm not retiring so he didn't so live up I guess to his technically end of the he bargain. did live up to it he retired <laughs> but he just started again so they think that that is what canceled out uh this spell this positive spell for him but she did talk a lot about playing till he was 45 and like when he was at the Patriots and stuff, he brought that up a lot, that age a lot. So I could see some merit to that. Well, doing research too, there's uh, significance to the number forty-five in like the witchcraft community. It's like uh, I, I can't really remember what the, the maybe his thought is. is I'm going to do this without you, you witch. I'm going to prove I don't need your powers. <laughs> and, now and now he's, he's regretting that. Now he's <laughs> laughing this and uh, Giselle's going to end up marrying Pete Davidson. <laughs> he's going to become the greatest movie star of all time. <laughs> but, uh, a guy who looks like he's strung out on cocaine. What if two years from now everybody's going back to this reference podcast about him saying, look, this guy said. This guy, this guy, this guy, guy said Pete Davidson wins Pete like three Davidson. Oscars. Yeah. Two years from yeah, now. Yeah, comedian of the year. So the, uh, Not the, even that the funny. stone theory, though, like where he carries the stones, I mean, would you guys consider that witchcraft? Because there are people that believe that the stones have healing power not because they're magical just because like minerals from the earth and stuff is that from him saying he carries those stones I've never seen him or yeah yeah that's what he said in the video that he was it carry the stones oh he said carry the healing stones and and stones for protection did did he say that they will be the necklace or just a necklace uh, randomly it's just a necklace yeah yeah but the the stones I mean I've seen and heard of where people will do these healing stones there's a lot of cultures that like around the world that 
Right. Yeah, but they they, they think that the, the minerals from the earth is what gives them the healing power, not the magic. So would you think that that's witchcraft? Or? I think if you if – you, uh, it could lean toward being that if you really think that that's what's uh, well, <laughs> causing I, stuff to happen. I think in the context of – he brought it up in the – all the other things that got brought up in that conversation with the altar and everything else, I think you could read into it that that's what more witchcraft, magical stuff than mineral, like providing benefits. Right. That's that's the way I would read into it because isn't of the context a, of, of how he described it. Isn't there a Robin Big episode where he does stones? There's probably a Robin Big episode where he was stoned. Okay. <laughs> Is there a Robin Big episode where he wasn't stoned? <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, so I did find, uh, so the number 45 in witchcraft is the tarot number for making positive life changes. That's what the number represents. Mm. So I just, never mind. Continue. Looked like you had a good thought there. I did, but I was, I'm not, not going to share it. Uh, I think you should share it. I think now you brought it up, you got to share it. It's too late, we all want to know what it is. We're gonna push pause until you say. It. You gotta come up with something. <laughs> yeah. We you want your thought. Else. I can sit here and wait. I do this for a living. <laughs> okay. Make a difference. Uh, so uh, <laughs> sit around and wait. Also, when researching, Giselle visits a spiritual healer, Doctor oh. Ewa E W A is how it's spelled. Uh, who? Uh, when they were going through the divorce, there's pictures of them like burning sage in her car to get rid of the, the bad Tom Brady. <laughs> um, but yeah, she visits a spiritual healer. I kind of thought that that was odd. Also, <laughs> I think. Can you imagine burning sage for a dude with the name of Tom Brady? <laughs> like that's the most <laughs> basic name ever. Oh gee golly, Tom Brady. Let me let me get rid of his spirit. <laughs> The spirit of Tom. <laughs> says that her doctor is a, a practitioner of... I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. says it's an Indian system of medicine that speaks to cleanse the body through lifestyle changes to regain a balance of mind, body, and spirit. It's a natural and holistic approach to medicine. Which I do know he is like all about, the as far as what he puts in his body, he's extremely, extremely careful. It will, with organic nose... Yeah, the TB, Any kind of the TB12. Nothing. I mean, he's got his own diet program yeah. that he sells, TB12. Justin's on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure TB12. Is these donuts on that? On that yeah, yeah they're, they're, on the, they're on his diet <laughs> regulation. So it does say that both of them claim to be Catholic. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but this does not sound like this. Well, she's Brazilian, which is an extremely Catholic country. She's so. Germanic, Brazilian. Yeah, but whatever. Okay. She she grew up in Brazil though, right? I just I've always known her to be Brazilian. Yeah. She doesn't speak Portuguese. Mm. She speaks. She Portuguese. has a German last oh, name. Oh, she speaks German. Mm. Okay. Well then, maybe, maybe she didn't live there. Very I don't long know where she grew up. Maybe her mother is. I'm glad you said that. Brazilian. Mother. So. I did research mother. She has Ooh. sisters. She has a twin sister and multiple sisters. So I researched. I like researched identical her. twin sister or twi- just. A- I, I don't know. It just said twin. So I Googled the sisters names, everything. Nothing comes up on them. You would think that if she is a practicing witch that. Would you think her family would be like. 
So what is Victoria's Secret? That they're all witches. <laughs> really? Hmm. That's what you were going to say earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he decided it was a good time now. <laughs> we got it out. <laughs> give him time. It um, all comes full circle. But, I mean, I would just think that if if she really was a witch, like, I mean, I would think that her sisters, well, her family would know was something down about from it. somewhere, maybe. Uh, but th- there was nothing on that with her sisters. So I did. I looked up her, I Base, researched her, baseball card. her um, dating history, and I wanted to compare her dating history, the success that they <laughs> had while she was dating them to see if it was, like, contrasted. And to be honest with you, there are some instances where it does contrast, but then there are other instances where there's, like, no success. But now every one of these people that she does date is a successful person, but I believe they were successful before she starts dating them. I'm assuming that's how they became started dating. They had to be. I've never right. heard yeah, of this before. guy. Yeah, well, this was like she had just become popular, this first guy. Uh, wow, Paulo Dinges. Zhao. Zhao, okay. Zhao Paulo Dinges. Can you pronounce the last name for us? I would say Dennis. Dennis. She dated him from 1999 to 2000. And he was a Formula One racer, uh, so he had a he was I mean successful. You'd think that that's mo- there's money to be made there, but he was not a good. Formula wait, wait, One wait, wait, wait. Did you just say there's money to be made in Formula One? I mean, I would it's think the pinnacle that, of motorsport. Of course, that, like, of course, even, there's money to be made. I would made. think that even if you were like the worst Formula One racer in the world, yeah. like, you're still making money. Yeah. So. Uh, you're, you're not just making a difference. But this guy is, he was not good. He was forced into retirement in the first five races, which I'm guessing retirement means what? They don't finish the race? Correct. Uh, but what was interesting about him, now in 2001, which they weren't dating in 2001, but he was the sole survivor of a helicopter crash. Oh. He was the only one that survived. So maybe some leftover... Or maybe she, like, her magic had, she had and how, she had got really good at it, and she was like, hey, like, I really liked him. He was a good guy. I'm going to send some magic. <laughs> they must have ended on some good terms. Did, how big was the plane crash? It was a helicopter. Oh, helicopter. How yeah. big was the crash? Like, um, five people? It was, uh, it was like, him, uh, his, his girlfriend at the time, which was another fashion model, she did not make she it. She did. Uh, and then his brother, I think, and then Fashion another industry. woman. So I think there was four people in the helicopter. <clears throat> so he one out of four, so twenty five percent. Yeah, but it said that they crashed in the ocean, and he swam a mile from the ocean to the coast. Whoa! And they found him, his body on the coast. So I mean, that's just interesting mm. that he's the only survivor of a helicopter crash. This is not a car crash. This mm. is not a... wonder if we could get him to call in on this show. No, he's dead. <laughs> oh, oh, now he's dead. Okay. So. Not from the helicopter. Yeah, he was much older than her, uh, he, and he died in uh, he died August the 1st of 2022, oh. which is when the divorce was starting. It's all adding so up. So maybe he reached out to her and was like, hey, I heard you're getting divorced. And she was like, zap. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> but he was much older than her. Uh, what's odd, though, uh, about his death is it says that he passed away from uh, a massive heart attack. But it said that uh, the businessman had started practicing for triathlons. He ran in triathlons. Since 1986, 
and he had participated in more than 20 marathons. So no wonder he was able to swim a mile. Well, and also, I don't think people understand, like, the peak level of fitness that Formula One drivers are in because if they if they don't run and their their heart's not in that type of condition, when they come into the first corner off of the start, their heart rates are so high that, like, if you and I or you and us, if we were all in a Formula One car, it, the average person would have a heart attack because your pulse rate's going so... But so just it, an interesting fact. So when he died, though, he had just finished a triathlon on Saturday, July the 30th, and then they found him dead on August the 1st. Two days later. So he had ran a, a marathon. A, triath- a marathon or a triathlon? A triathlon, yeah. He had ran a triathlon. Scott Barnhill, also in 1999, he was a fellow model. Wait, same year? Same year, yeah. So, like, she broke up with this guy and then... Okay. Got it with this guy. Um, the only – he won male model of the year at VH1 and Vogue model awards, but that was in 1998. They were working together at that time. It said they worked for the same company, but they were not dating. So she they would have had some sort of relationship, a friendship, whatever. So maybe there's a correlation there. Maybe not. Who's the next guy? Uh, Rico Manzur, 2002. He was a Brazilian polo player. There was nothing on old Rico, like – I looked up, tried to look up his polo career. That's why we like, need to, let's move on. Anything, anytime yeah. you Google Rico yeah. Manzur, it's Rico in, he's in got, Giselle. It has nothing to do with his polo He's career. got a chart on Leo. Yeah, so. Here we go. Here we last, go, yeah. This is this is the this good was, stuff. Well, no, this wasn't before. Leo! This wasn't before Tom Brady, but this was her biggest name before Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady. Tom Brady? It was <laughs> Leo. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio, 2000. To 2005. Oh, five years. Okay. Yes, five years. So, the movies that he had made during the time that they dated, Catch Me If You Can. That's Game, a good one. Games That's a pretty good movie. Lord, That's a good one. The Aviator. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm not and seeing that one. he was filming The Departed and Blood Diamond during this time. So, good <laughs> movies, but none of these movies are like his best movies. I mean. <laughs> none, of, none of them. <laughs> Have you seen them? Have you none, watched them? None of them won major awards. I look. What Leo's never won an Academy Award. Well, that, until the Revenant. I mean, he's never been. Uh, he Don't was, even say what you're about to say. He's never been in a bad movie. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say he's never been a good actor. That's no, true. He's, was, that's true. He's, he's never. never bad, he's probably movie. never made a. It's because bad he's movie. a good actor. Yeah, he's never been. In a he's bad one movie. of the greats. So. And and catch me if you can. Now, is a pretty good movie. He plays a really good role. Can is a good movie. And the Aviator is good. Without where he's Howard the Aviator, it's good. So he didn't just. Was in it? He produced it. I would argue though that Gangs of New York is one of his best. That, movies. Prob- that probably is one of yeah. his best movies. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm, I'm, ta- yeah. I'm not talking about like viewers. Stand- I'm talking about like the cat. Like none of these won yeah. major awards. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna look at but success, like was he successful? During no, this success. Time? Like, I guess that plays yeah, into it made, some. He made su- money, but he didn't win awards. But success is also he's how a, they do at the box it's not office. Like Tom and what Brady, like paid. winning Super Bowls and MVPs. He, he's not doing that. Yeah, but he's. He won his Academy Award with The Revenant, and that was post Giselle. So the argument is not very. And he's probably known the very most good for right now. Titanic, which was pre Giselle, was very right, pre Giselle. So that's what I have this list for because it wasn't like his career took off while he was dating Giselle. I mean, before Giselle, you have what's eating Gilbert grapes. Rome, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, t- The Titanic, The Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, no, that's a good that's one. That's a good movie. Uh, that's a good movie. Those are all before Giselle, so I f- feel like he was like 
Quick and, Quick and yeah, the Dead yeah, is yeah. okay. Quick and the Dead. Quick and the Dead, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. Critters Three. What was that show that he was Critters in? Critters Three. What is that? Everybody. What was when that was that? Nineteen ninety. He was like the okay, adoptive s- adopted son or something. It was that's, with. That's a, what's eating Gilbert grapes. What's that dude's name? Cameron. Kirk Cameron. But yeah, I mean, scroll he, down. Scroll he, down. His there. career had took off already, so it wasn't like Giselle like. Right. His career. Yeah, and his career didn't fall off after they no, retired. No, it actually, I mean, quit. it probably got better. So I hate to say it, but I think we're post Leo's prime. You have Shutter oh, Island. Oh, probably so. You have Shutter Island, Inception. Oh, Inception. Uh, Inception's a good, a good movie. That was Sh- after her. Uh, Django, yeah. The Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby. Great. He plays. He plays one. a good role. A good, now. Well, yeah. In my opinion, he is like the perfect Gatsby. Yeah. The Revenant. Yeah. The Revenant. Was yeah. awesome. The Revenant um, was fantastic. Tom Hardy though was better than him. That is true. Tom Hardy killed that. I movie. like Tom Hardy a lot actually. Yeah, he's good. He's he's good. he might be the next James Bond. Oh, that would make sense. That that, cool. That's fitting. Yeah, I think he would be a good Bond. I think he would be a good Bond. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, Don't look up, which is the new one on Netflix. Uh, so it's not like his. I mean, his career did not definitely fall. But do you know what did change post Giselle? He he's like the king of the dad bod now. <laughs> And I don't think that I think he's like cool with it. He's like, eh. Maybe that was her curse. That was yeah. But it didn't affect him in the yeah. way. She I love Leo. So, but there were no major. He won no major awards. His movies won no major awards during this time. So it wasn't like he was getting success from her magic. Yeah, I think he was successful powers. before and after, and nothing yeah. different about his success when right, he was with right. her. So. so then the next one uh, that she dated after Leo was Kelly Slater, which is. You guys know who Kelly Slater is? No. Yes. He's like the professional surfer. Like he's one oh, of the yeah, most yeah. highly decorated surfers. Uh, 2005 to 2006. Uh, so I looked up and compared his seasons. While he was dating her, he didn't have the worst year of his career, but he didn't have the best year of his career. Looking at his, the years, it would lean toward a better year. Like he had a better than average year while he was dating Giselle. But he's arguably the greatest Surfer of all time. Yeah, but so. he, I mean, again, in looking at his career, he was already good before they started dating. Like she jumped in the middle of his career, which is probably why they started dating because he was popular and popular, famous. and she was popular and famous. So they there are rumors that he has been slipping in, uh, sliding in her DMs, sliding in her DMs during this. Yeah, <laughs> she made a post about something about. Uh, had a quote like about loyalty and something, and, and he slid in there with a comment with the praying hands. So oh. uh, he he's uh, he's on the hot list. He for, wants that magic back. Was it praying hands or was it some type of high five hands? <laughs> <laughs> so then, and then 2006, she dated Josh Hartnett just very briefly in 2006, and there was no correlation in his career. He was in the Black Dahlia and Lucky Number Slevin. I think he's the only one that you've put on this list that is worth mentioning because at when there was like a very very brief time period where Josh Hartnett was like the sexiest man alive and all the women wanted to be with him and he he had like two or three good movies and then it, he was in Pearl Harbor. But that was oh, yeah. that was post yeah, Giselle, or yeah. pre Giselle. Mm-hmm. But still though, there was just like a brief time period where he was like the name in Hollywood, and then I mean, who he's probably bagging groceries <laughs> but, but at the it, local it Kroger's. But it doesn't correlate to the year that they were dating. So maybe so again, him, not relevant. Giselle was like 
at the top of her game. So maybe him dating Giselle made people realize, like a Pete Davidson thing. Like, then I, I'm I'm going to say Giselle is not a witch. My take on this is that none of these men were successful when they dated Giselle. So I do not think that Giselle is a, a witch. Maybe her powers just didn't start working until Tom. <laughs> I think maybe they just didn't do their part, or either she didn't even try it on them because none of them were none of them had a really long relationship except for Leo. Mm-hmm. And Leo was—I mean, I don't think there's anything she could do to help Leo's career any more than what it already was. Like it was already there. He won his Academy Award post Giselle. What he says in that video is pretty weird. About going well, through all that. Well, I think that Tom Brady's a weird guy. Yeah. I and I, I think that that's what it boils down yeah, to. I think is it was a little sarcasm. I think that he was probably saying it sarcastically, and maybe she was being sarcastic. Well, maybe, though, maybe these rumors have already came up. And you know how some of these guys sometimes will just play into that? You know, do you know oh, what I'm saying? I think he definitely did that a little bit. So, sure. like, maybe, maybe whenever this video was made, those rumors were already going around that Giselle was a witch, and – he was just running with it to be funny. And now you've got t- witches of TikTok saying that she's a witch. And it definitely maybe doesn't check out with the rest of the list of the people. No. If, that's, if that's our evidence we're going by. Maybe, maybe that was Tom Brady's cry for help, though. Well, I think if – I mean, if – I think that – how long were they married? How long was Tom Brady and Giselle married? Uh, over a decade. Was yeah, it? it was like 12 years. Okay, yeah. And you're going through a divorce – and I mean, I think that we would all probably agree that the divorce is over him going back to playing football. What it sure looks like, right? So, I, to me, that's a basic human being uh, just going through a hard divorce. I mean, he was married to someone for tw- how many kids do they have? Mm, I don't know. Two, more than one. He, more than he one. He has one with a former girl. Yeah, but I know that he and Giselle at least had two, right? I think so. I wow. think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. So. I think they'll both land on their feet. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Giselle's going to live in Tampa? Well, you also see the. Would you seen the contract Tom Brady has with was it Fox? Or one of those the before he if he would have retired and gone. No, no, no. If he retires this year. Oh, I hadn't seen it for this year. I haven't seen it. It's like the it's like the largest TV deal that they've ever given any broadcaster guess, ever. I guess I'd be like, I'm done with football. He may he would make more money doing that than he would playing football. But I think that I think I think this is what I think. I don't think it's worthy of saying like she's not a witch. It's done. I think no, it would be not. worthy of looking into who she dates next. What success do they have? Because maybe her witchcraft I think had not started before. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like it. it sounds like it might be Kelly Slater. Here's what I think: <laughs> Tom Brady. Was married to a Victoria's Secret model, and was the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. And I think he was a typical professional athlete, and thought nobody can touch me. Not even Giselle Bunchen can touch me. <laughs> I'm doing what I want to do. And she was probably like, "Oh no, you're not. If you go back and play, I'm going to divorce you." And he was probably like, "I'm Tom Brady. Nobody says no to me." And I think he went and did it, and then guess what happened? I, but I don't think that she it, left, I and don't I know think that now that he bothers him. And like Jordan said, 
how much money did he leave back? More than he's making now, right? Mm-hmm. So he's probably like, I lost my wife, I lost my kids, and I lost more money than I I'm no good at made. football. I suck. He does. Ha- I mean, he has another rumored girlfriend right now. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, Jennifer I'll let Lawrence. You Googled I, it. Yeah. Who is it? I, it's, I don't I know. Don't know who she was. Yeah. But all that know. research you've done, you didn't look up who Tom Brady's I mean, that didn't have anything is. to do with, is Gisela Witch or not? <laughs> it might if she shows up dead tomorrow. Well, yeah, that might. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> I'm just going to say. If, 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 if Tom Brady's the sole survivor of a helicopter crash and, and everyone in there is dead, including his girlfriend, then maybe. Let's talk about dog culture. <laughs> hey, this is Drew Haston, and I want to talk about dog culture. Okay. I'm, can you, can you listen, explain this what dog culture is? Dog true. culture is like where people act like their dogs are human beings. And let me just clarify one thing really quick. I, I believe that animals should be treated fairly. I think that you should be humane to animals. I think that you should treat them with respect. But they are not human beings. I went to Bargain Supply Warehouse and I saw this cool stroller. And I was like, I, that looks like I could fit a couple of my kids in there. I could push that, you know. And Mary Beth goes, that's a dog stroller. That's stupid. <laughs> that's dumb. Why is there a, they dog, had a stroller? dog stroller? They a dog stroller at Bargain Supply yes. Warehouse in Sparta, Tennessee. Why do, why do they have dog, dog strollers, period? Because of dog culture. They're dogs. <laughs> They're do- they were made to hunt. I'd argue Shep's a monkey. I'm not going to, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, and also, like, one thing that I've is annoying is, like, when you start telling stories about kids to people, you know, you start talking about your kids, and they start talking about their kids, and then there's that one person that's like, yeah, that's like that time my dog. <laughs> no, nobody cares. I've never it's a dog. I've never ran across that before. You know what my dog does? He goes out and he craps in the I've woods been. and he comes. He gets sprayed by skunks and then he comes in and rolls on the carpet yeah. and then he yeah. I love my cat. I'm a cat guy. But you know what? I don't push my cat in a stroller. I don't carry my cat in a bag. Yeah, yeah. If I try to do what that, are your my thoughts? Cat would jump out of the bag or the stroller. Don't you don't you don't, get annoyed guess, like how people just bring their dogs into like Walmart just because they think that they they can because it's a dog and then like that's what I was saying before like the term fur baby like it's just it's a dog. Well, you can't leave them in the car if it's in the summertime. Then leave them at home. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> what if you what if you just came home from the vet, you know, and you had your car with your dog with you and you, you know you were trying to pick up something on the way home we're gonna lose followers because of dog culture cancel <laughs> we have cancel. To, we, we have to have followers cancel that <laughs> cancel egg migos <laughs> they don't like dogs i'm not saying that <laughs> i'm not that's not what i'm saying i'm saying i don't i just it's like people watch like you watch have y'all seen those instagram videos there, there was one that really got me set off this woman walked her dog without a leash, which whatever, that's become a thing. I don't know if y'all have been keeping up with that in dog culture, but that's a thing now. You're not supposed to have a leash on? Well, yeah, apparently that's like not the best way to do it. That's like oh. that's like inhumane is to walk. You can't put a They're leash not humans on a dog. Though, so. so people try to walk them without leashes. Well, this one woman 
was doing that, and another woman was doing that, and she had a pit bull. Well, the pit bull attacked the other dog while they were walking, and she posted this, like, video where it was, like, all these sad music playing and, like, these pictures of her dog just sitting there looking out the window, and it was, like, to the lady who refused to put her pit bull on a leash, you stole my dog's confidence, you stole my dog's happiness, he is not the same dog that he used to be. It's like, that dog's looking out the window because he's looking at an effing squirrel. He's not sitting there <laughs> contemplating life. This this topic hurts me because I identify as a dog. (laughs) 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 So, there's a student at high school up the road in the north. There's a person that teaches there uh, that I know. And I asked their dad how they were locking their new job at this high school up the road and he was like well it's going all right but they've got a kid in class who identifies as a bat so (laughs) what What does he like wear batman clothes to school (laughs) does he like go around the hallway (laughs) doing sonar (laughs) what hey they they turn on the lights and he's hanging from the ceiling He's back in the corner of the lunch r- lunchroom eating fruit. Like he's one. Put that on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this. <laughs> you upset him severely when you brought up dog culture. So Americans, <laughs> the problem with American youth soccer really fast. Uh, <laughs> Pay to play is probably the biggest thing. Uh, if you look at like kids who go play at Chad FC on the academy, there it was a thousand dollars plus. They have to pay tournament fees plus. They have basketball. to. You, you have to just give me a, just a second. Plus, they have to buy their uniforms. Uh, when you look at European academies, the players are getting paid, not the other way around. Secondly, uh, the average cost. For a grassroots team like a YMCA league team is twenty five pounds, which comes around to about thirty dollars. How much was our Y? I want to say sixty. Sixty bucks. Sixty yeah. bucks. And that's in Sparta. Do you know how much the UCU Upper Curling United Rec League is? It's like a hundred and twenty dollars a kid, somewhere around there, roughly. So that's the problem right there. Would Division One college teams help? I think Maybe a tad, because I was thinking more about what you were saying and why I like college football is because it's regional, and it reminds me a lot of how people are so uh, closely entwined with their clubs in Europe because like it represents their communities, and that's why I like college football. So I guess in a way, because America is so big that you could say, well, if Tennessee had a soccer men's soccer team, then yeah, probably. But at the end of the day, I think that what the biggest detractor is is pay-to-play. Um, that's why stick with me here. I'm almost done. That's why <coughs> parents in rural America view soccer as a sissy sport is because it's rich white kids that play most of the time where when you go around the world, it's really like blue collar kids who are playing. Do you know what I'm saying? But here in America our blue collar kids from like inner city, stuff like that. What do they play? Basketball. Or football. football. Yeah. 
and over there that their inner city kids are playing football because they can go to these academies and get paid. Football. There's also more money in America than the other sports. True. True. There's also much I more mean, opportunities. I, just, I, I disagree than with other the sports. cost, the price cost, uh, because it's AAU basketball. They they're not having a problem. I, I I think if you compared like the how much all the sports cost, soccer is not any different than any of the other no. ones in in the U.S. I don't think so so I, that's why I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Some of them actually cost more than soccer. A lot of them do actually. Well, I think that it is a problem because you get dads who don't know what they're talking about that start that's in all sports well that's what i'm talking about start travel baseball teams who don't know what they're talking about but they want you to pay them and for some reason this area has equated travel baseball travel basketball to coach has knowledge when really all the coach is trying to do is get his son playing time and And a lot of stuff like that yeah just has anyone seen the kid that's 12 says he's 12 years old (laughs) <laughs> the football player yeah, <laughs> looks like a mustache, yeah, yeah. and a tattoo looks, on his arm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. How did this kid Have get you a seen tattoo? this, Jordan? No, I hadn't oh, seen this. Oh gosh. <laughs>